Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And as I do on every podcast, I like to thank my listeners for supporting Inside Personal Growth for all of these years. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody out there. And today, joining me from Ontario, Canada, is Steve Cunningham. And Steve owns a company that I've known about for quite some time, and it's called Read It For Me, R-E-A-D-I-T-F-O-R-M-E. And uh, Steve definitely has a handle on synopsizing books uh, into really great, what I want to call visual and audio. Good day to you, Steve. How are you doing? Good day, good day, Greg. I'm doing excellent. How are you? Great, great. I appreciate having you on and spending some time with my listeners. Uh, I'm going to tell them just a tad bit about you. Um, Steve actually started in the law business. Uh, he was a lawyer up in Canada and an insurance defense litigator. Um, also a columnist. Uh, he wrote a monthly column for the National Post. Um, he also uh, still owns a company called 33, which is a digital marketing and e-learning agency where he helps his clients navigate the world of digital marketing and help them find the best way uh, to use those tools to impact their bottom line. He's also the president and founder of Read It For Me, where he turns, as we talked about, the world's best business and personal development books into these 12-minute video uh, workshops for organizations around the world. Well, Steve, why don't we just dive right into it? Um, I'm always curious because people ask me this too. You know, I've done almost 600 interviews at this point, and they say, why do you keep doing that? And I guess my question for you is, um, what inspired you to start Read It For Me, and um, why is it that you're so compelled to keep doing it? Well, it all started off basically as an accident, oddly enough. So like you said, I was a lawyer. Uh, the ending of that story is that I was a lawyer for exactly one week. And that's a that's another story all on its own. But I joined uh, from the, the law profession, the family business. And uh, around six or seven years ago, uh, I had started a marketing agency inside that business. And Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all those social media tools were just starting to become popular for business. And not a lot of people knew how to use them. So I would, because I was using those tools and I was a little bit younger then, uh, I got a lot of meetings with VPs of marketing, owners of businesses who wanted to know, like, how do we actually go about using this? And because I joined the family business from, from the law business, what I did to try to get myself up to speed on business was read as many business books as possible. So for me, it was kind of like a crash course in business. And when I went in to meet these people, invariably there was a... a set of books on their desk or on their shelf. And I don't know, for your readers or your listeners, uh, they probably have the same thing even to today. And because I had read most of the books that were on the shelf, I would try to build some rapport and ask some questions about, you know, what did you think about this idea from good to great, for instance? And they'd stare at me blankly and then eventually admit that they hadn't read that book. No, they hadn't read the other book on their shelf and the rest of them because they just didn't seem to have the time. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. 
obviously they want to read these books because they've bought them or someone's given them to them and they've got them on their shelf. And we thought, what if we could take these books and summarize them and do it in a very compelling way using those social media tools that were uh, starting to gain some traction at that time. And so we thought, if we did this by video, this might be a great way for people to share our content. And then eventually we would get marketing business out of it. So it really started as a content marketing strategy before everybody started calling it content marketing. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was we sent, I know as an experiment, we sent it out to 10 people. Those 10 people passed it on to 20 to 40 and it kind of uh, compounded the growth very quickly. And uh, pretty soon thousands of people were watching our videos every week. And we got calls from venture capitalists and we started getting calls from people. And by the way, when uh, my answer to venture capitalists, when they asked me, what's your business model? I said, well, we don't have one. This is, this is social media, man. That's a bad thing to say to a venture capitalist, just for the record. So then we started getting calls from people who were subscribing saying, you know, how do we pay for this? Um, because we, we want, we want this to remain, uh, something that comes in our inbox every week. So we thought, you know, yeah, there's seems to be something here. Maybe the, this can be a side business for us. So we put up a paywall using PayPal back in the, the first iteration. And uh, lo and behold, people started paying us and it just kept growing from there. And we're now, we now work with, uh, you know, companies ranging from, you know, startup entrepreneurs all the way to Fortune 500 companies. And, you know, so what keeps me going is this, I have this voracious appetite for learning. And uh, I think I'm just always going to be wired that way. But also now, of course, we're motivated to, serve our customers around the world. Wonderful. It's a that's an awesome story and I think something that, you know, lets my listeners know your passion behind your business and your passion for it. Now, what for those who have never seen read it for me and a lot of my listeners will not have actually gone to the website yet, but again, it's read it for Dot .me so that's how you get there and we'll put a link in the blog to that as well but read it for me appeals to auditory and visual learners and you've found that the system of delivery has to have a higher level of retention speak to my listeners about the fact that when you're using auditory and you're using visual uh, how much re more retention there is cuz you just mentioned that Hey, these people, if they read them, they couldn't remember them. Uh, and if they, if they didn't read them, the reality is they didn't have time. So talk about how your system shifts all that. So we haven't done any scientific studies on it, but a lot of people have done scientific studies and research on the subject. And what they've found is that when you use visuals to reinforce an audio message, and particularly when that visual reinforces what what is on the screen or what the words that are being spoken, it's much easier to comprehend and retain. And on top of that, you know, different people have different learning styles, and a lot of our users are visually oriented, which means um, they're not all only able to retain more, but they're also engaging more because they're learning new things in a way that makes sense for them. So what we've been able to do is, you know, increase retention for everybody who is able to watch the videos, but also unlock this new opportunity for people who otherwise wouldn't read a PDF or listen to an audio file because that's just not the way that they learn. And so um, just to kind of bring that full circle, uh, the the way we unlock this is we have learning 
paths for every single learning style. And people, a lot of people learn best visually. Mm -hmm. So you have a library. And so how big, if my listeners go to your library now and they want to look for business books, how big have you expanded this library? And, you know, how do individuals as well as organizations uh, get involved? I mean, in other words, I know you've got a new system now through LinkedIn, but um, what's the best way for somebody to check it out? And how big is this library that they can access? So the library is about 200 books right now, and we have been just recently amping up the production. We are now producing five new summaries a week. Uh, some of those uh, have video and some of those are only audio and text. And what we do is we allow our customers to vote on which ones we turn in to videos. So they listen to one or they read one and they think that's the one that they want to use. And I'll get into how our customers are using it in a second. They can vote on that. So then that tells us here are the ones that are most compelling for our community. And those are the ones that we turn into video. So, you know, in terms of how our customers are, are using this and how they get involved in it, uh, there's a bunch of different ways. And uh, the first way, uh, you know, if, if we're talking about you know, companies using this, uh, the first way that our company customers use this is to give access to their employees. Um, and what we find happens is that organic conversations just happen over time. So when you give a large number of people access to new ideas that can really impact their business, great conversations just naturally happen. The second way that our customers use the service is they take our videos and the discussion guides that we give uh, with each book that we cover, and they turn it into a mini workshop that they can hold in less than an hour. So some people bring in a pizza and get their team around a, a boardroom table. Some people take an hour out of a, their day on a Friday when, when things are a little bit slower. And we've heard from many of our customers using the service in this way that it's literally transformed the way they do business. And, you know, we're incredibly proud of that. And the third way is that team leaders use our system as a team engagement tool. So one of the hot topics these days is how do I... I engage my team uh, and keep them not only engaged in the work that they're doing, but just engaged overall in their own personal and professional development. So what we do here is we give them a team leaders, a daily email that they can cut and paste, edit, you know, a few words here or there, and then send to their team with some great questions for them to consider during the week. You know, some of our team leaders do this daily. Some of them do it weekly. And uh, when they find one that they know is going to resonate with their team, they'll send that out. Um, but just as our summaries allow our customers to learn more in a short amount of time, our engagement tools allow team leaders to engage their teams with relevant insights and, and inspiration in a short amount of time. So that's a really big theme for us, which is allowing our customers to do the things they've always wanted to do in a short amount of time because everybody these days are just, everybody's just so busy. Mm -hmm. So it's a great opportunity for businesses, whether it's uh, little or big, to do lunch and learns around these books and then actually have the, because you provide the questions as well, you provide the text. And as you said, in most of these, you are providing some audio so they could actually get around the conference room table or a room somewhere and actually show the video and uh, have looked at the material ahead of time um, and also listen to this. So it's an opportunity, as we said, for them to have this on the go because the audio is available so they can put it on their phone or their iPod. Um, is it basically the audio downloadable uh, into any of their devices or how do you have that set up? 
today, and I'm not sure when you're actually launching this this podcast. Uh, today we have uh, everything is accessed through our mobile site, and in the next few weeks we are actually launching an app that'll allow our users to download audios to their uh, their phone or download videos as well. So um, the the web version works incredibly well, and a lot of our customers use that to to stream audio and video. And uh, very shortly, we'll be launching an app that will allow them to download their favorites to their Great. device so that they can access them anywhere. Great. Now, like me, um, I've done all of my interviews myself. And you, I mean, I notice your voice on almost every one of the reviews of the books that you've done. In your estimation, Steve, what are the three most interesting reviews you've done of books, business books, or personal growth books, and if so, why? You know, that's a really great question, and you know, you, I read uh, a book every day, and typically when people ask me that question, I I usually just think of like, what's the most recent book that I've read because that's the one that's so intriguing to me right now, and like for instance. Since in the last two days, I've read uh, Better, Faster, Better by Charles Duhigg and Focus by Daniel Goleman. If you, if you asked me that question a couple of months ago, I probably would, just would have spit out that answer. But because I've started to get this question a lot, I did the hard work of kind of picking just a few that I think have had the, the largest impact on me. And for me, that means the book needs to give me a completely new way of looking at my work or the world that's different before I picked it up. So what I did was I, I looked through our library and you know, I've got a bunch of them, but here are three of my favorites. Um, the first one is The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, which mm-hmm. talks about making sure you're laser focused on your most important tasks and, you know, well, this really isn't a new concept, but the question they say you should ask yourself each day has really made an enormous difference for me. And the question is, what's the one thing you can do such that everything else is easier or unnecessary? And for me, the second part of the question that really changed things, the idea that you should do your most important tasks for the day, that's not new. You'd see that advice you know, in a million blog posts and you know, hundreds of thousands of books most likely. Um, but how do you decide what's most important? And I think that's the key. If you're thinking about your long-term success, it would be things that you could do today that would make everything you do in the future easier or unnecessary. So for instance, automating some portion of your marketing efforts today might not be the most urgent thing to do, but it gets to the top of the list under this scenario. So over the long run, adopting that mindset has been such a powerful tool for me. And I think it explains why some of the world's most successful people are seemingly able to get so much done. And, you know, this is something that I strive to do every day. I don't always do it perfect, but that's something that has made a huge impact on me. The the second one on my list is a book called Instant Influence by Michael Pantalone, who's a researcher out of Yale. And he has a fascinating story, but the gist of it is that he was able to figure out how to get alcoholics to stop drinking with a very simple and non-intuitive line of questioning. It was scientifically proven to to work. They did a lot of studies on this because this was a very important thing. And people would come into the emergency room. A lot of times they were drunk, they were alcoholics, and that's why they got themselves in that predicament. Um, and as it turns out, this method works for getting anybody to do anything. And I'm not going to ruin the surprise here for your listeners. You should go watch the summary of it, of course, at www.readitfor.me. But I've been using it ever since to help generate more sales and you know, even to get my kids to listen to me, which, of course, is probably the biggest sales challenge you're ever going to face. And so that's the second one. And I think that's if your listeners haven't 
you know, picked up that book because it's not one of those mainstream uh, titles that one has made an enormous difference for me. And the third one on my list of books I keep going back to is an obscure scientific book that I think uh, has profound implications for anybody who wants to accomplish more in their lives and in their business. And it's called New Developments in Goal Setting and Task Performance. And it's a compilation of every single research study that's ever been performed on goal setting. And some of the findings have completely changed the way I view goal setting. You know, unfortunately, the book costs about $120, has a terribly non-exciting title and is something like 600 pages long. So basically, they did everything in their power to make sure that nobody ever read it, except for their scientific friends. However, I, I was so intrigued with it that I read it, and I thought that it was so important that we're turning it into a course that we're making available free to all our Read It For Me customers. And Here's one insight that uh, you and your listeners might find interesting. In situations that the authors call complex tasks, which is where you don't have the skills or tools to accomplish it yet, a learning goal is much more effective in creating results than an outcome goal. So when you think about this in a business context, almost any goal that is set in an organization is a complex task. For instance, Increasing sales by 10% this quarter is a complex task because if we knew exactly how to do it, we would have done it already. So in this instance, increasing our sales by 10% this quarter isn't the right goal to set. Instead, a learning goal would sound like this. Learn three new strategies to increase our sales this quarter. And I've, I've interviewed a ton of people about how they set their goals. And to this day, not a single person has told me that they are using learning goals in this context. And this is scientifically proven to work better than setting outcome-based goals. And it's just one of the things um, that we learned and that I learned from this book that has completely changed the way I view goal setting. Um, And so for that reason, that's that's my third book on that list. Now, is that book summarized uh, at Read It For Me for the listeners? We're summarizing, um, you know, this is kind of, it's a it's an interesting book because it's basically a summary of all the research studies that have ever been done. And it's still 600 pages long and there's so much important stuff in it. So what we're doing is we're summarizing sections of it and turning it into a course because it's something that, uh, like for instance, we'll have, you know, one summary on what learning goals are and how you apply them. And there's a bunch of other learnings as well. So we're actually going to uh, roll be rolling that out over the course of uh, 2016, and it's something that we're really excited about. Great, great. Now, repeat that title for our listeners again. It's New Developments in... In uh, Goal Setting and Task Performance. And Task Performance. Okay. Great. For my listeners, if you don't want to spend the uh, hundred and something plus dollars, uh, just tune in to read it for me, and Steve's going to summarize that into a course. And uh that would be part of your subscription as well. Now, one of the great things we talked about already is that this is good for groups and teams to get involved. Um, and, you know, this is really all cloud-based learning, the way that people can actually access this. Um, what are the biggest benefits that you see both to the learner and the organization for getting involved in uh, Read It For Me? So for the the learner themselves, we're really focused on helping people learn during what we call the in-between moments. You know, everybody these days is so busy. They've got a mountain of email to get through. I'm sure once I'm done this interview, I'm going to have a stack of emails to get through. A to-do list that's a mile long, a calendar that's, you know, packed with meetings. And then, you know, you've got your obligations away from work 
uh, when they aren't busy responding to emails after hours. So it's become really hard for people to make time for personal development. So you know, whether you're listening to an audio summary on the way to work or on your evening stroll, whether you're watching a, a video at the gym or reading a text summary while you're waiting for a meeting to start, the the most obvious benefit of what we do is that you can learn the main concepts of best-selling business books quickly and easily. And what this does is this allows you, we like to talk about this here, read it for me, uh, it allows you to stay in the game, which is critical for your long-term success. You know, making constant progress in business and life is the only way to get ahead. And if you study the world's most successful people, you'll see that they, they make this game of personal development just it's a central part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, another benefit is that, you know, and we've already touched on this briefly, but I think it's worth bringing up again. Um, no matter what learning style works best for you, you have an option to use that. And so if you're a visual learner, uh, we're basically the only service provider in our space that gives you that option. And, you know, this becomes a huge benefit to the organization as well because millennials are starting to become so critical to their success. And one thing we've been hearing from our uh, corporate uh, and business customers is that their millennials want to learn from video. And this is not so shocking. Um, so it's kind of like this happy accident where they don't want to take the time to read a book. They'd get bored with an audio or text summary. But the one medium they will engage in has been proven to help them learn and retain them most. So although they, you know, spend a lot of time, you know, people uh, my age and your Greg, complain a lot about these darn millennials. They don't want to learn. All they want to do is watch video. Well, guess what? It turns out that that's the best way to learn. So that's kind of a happy accident. Um, and then, you know, the benefit that, you know, pulling it all together that we're most proud of is we're helping to transform the way organizations thinking about uh, how they think about and do their work. Definitely. Our- yeah. Yeah. You know, many of our customers tell us that it's transformed the way they do their work because of the discussions our content has facilitated. So we don't come in and say, hey, we're going to transform your business. Yeah, your people will do that. We provide the spark and, you know, they watch a summary of a book that they never would have picked up otherwise. They learn a concept from the book that changes the way they think, you know, much like the books that I've talked about earlier have done for me. You know, for other people, there's going to be different books uh, in our library. And then they have a debate about how the idea applies to their organization and changes the way they do their work as a result. So it's a, it's a very simple and powerful process, and we're incredibly humbled by the fact that we're having such an impact inside some of the world's most forward-looking companies. So, Steve, if you were to say this, and somebody's out there listening right now, and they're saying, wow, this sounds great, Um, there's only 200 in your library, versus them comparing it against something like Audible, which you just mentioned, right? So, um, or uh, some of the other people who've attempted to create this, what are the main reasons why you believe having a subscription over at Read It For Me Besides the fact that you're adding five new titles a week, um, as you said, a lot of them audio, um, and they'll vote on whether or not they want them into video format or not. Um, Tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you've worked with LinkedIn to get people involved, how the easy sign-up is, um, a little bit about your pricing, um, and so on. Sure. So, you know, the the first thing, if, you know, this sounds intriguing to you, just go over to www.readitforward.me. Uh, sign up for a free account. Uh, you use your LinkedIn profile to sign in. Um, that'll get you a seven-day free trial of our service, uh, which you can then turn into a 30-day pilot plan if you bring Read It For Me to your team. So, you know, completely risk-free way to to check this out. And by the way, once that trial is over, 
Uh, we'll send you a free text summary to your inbox every single weekday. Uh, no strings attached, free, completely free forever. So I think, you know, um, just touching on a couple of the other things you said, uh, you know, why, why are we different? And I think the, you know, from a company perspective um, and, you know, from a personal perspective, perspective, the idea that there's these different ways of learning and these different learning styles. Um, and the, we're the only service provider that gives those different options. So if you have millennials in your workforce, um, we're, we're going to be the most obvious use case, uh, or the most obvious provider for you. And then, you know, um, I think the, you know, the, for the rest of it, I think, you know, your listeners should just go and try it out, um, and compare, uh, yeah. For yourself, which ones, which which service you think is the best? Uh, completely risk free, and that you know we we always like to say that we want to stand on our own two legs. So um, come in, and if you know there's a different provider that works better for you, then great. Um, and in terms of the the titles, you know what we're really all about is uh, quality over quantity. Um, you know one th- one of the things that we know is that. Uh, if you you know take tens of thousands of books and you provide thousands of summaries, uh, what happens is uh, they still don't read anything or still don't learn anything because there's so much choice. So what we do a lot of work in paring down what are what are the books and what are the ideas that we think are going to transform the way you do your work and the way you lead your life. And I think we've given a few examples of those insights here today. So it's not really about learning all of these insights from the books. It's about taking those the nuggets. And the transformational ideas that will really help you get to where you want to go. Um, in terms well, of pri- what I, terms of- I would say to the business listeners out there as well, people who have uh, organizations, uh, chances of you doing more than you know one of these books a week would be would be slim to nil. But the reality is, even if you did one every other week, and there's 200 currently in the series. You'd never catch up. So the reality is there's there's plenty here. There's opportunities that Steve has created in categories. So what I'd encourage the listeners to do is go up and look at those categories that he's got. Um, everything from improving your sales and improving your marketing, improving your personal performance, improving your goal setting. Um, there is a way to actually divide the library down and look at it in different ways. So... Steve, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth. Uh, Again, for my listeners, we've been on with Steve Cunningham. He is the founder of an organization in Ontario, Canada called Read It For Me. The website is readitfor.me, and it's not the number four, it's F-O-R. And we will put links onto there. We will also put links onto other places where you can learn with some uh, video as well uh, from Steve. We'll put a couple of those up there. Steve, any parting words for uh, for our listening audience there today? I hope you'll come check out the service and uh, keep listening to Greg's podcast. I love what you're doing, Greg. Uh, I'm a big fan, and thanks so much for having me on. Okay. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.